The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a Gemara that says that once there was a Rav who was in a room, a woman came in, locked the door, and she was intending to entice him. He saw the woman coming towards him, he opened the window, jumped out. He, he was caught by Eliyahu Navi, and that's the end of the story in the Gemara. I think about Metzia, or Kiddushin. Okay. Now, that's the story. That same story happened afterwards too. There is a, in, Ye- in Teiman, in Yemen, there was a young boy called Shalom. Shalom from Yemen. And Shalom was a very good-looking guy. Very good-looking guy. He was living in Yemen. And he was very righteous. He learned. He prayed. He was a nice guy. When he was 16, he was walking down the building of his house. And the non-Jewish neighbor said, Hey, Shalom, can you help me move a table? So he goes inside. He leaves the door open. In no not to be Yehud. So he goes inside. Helps her with a table. She goes to the door and locks it. She says, I am the wife of the mayor of Yemen. And I instruct you, I command you, you must be with me. You must sleep with me. And if you don't, I will kill you. Right? So that's called a deadly girlfriend. So he's, he's there. He's there with this, with this woman. And Rav Shalom says, me? Sleep with a Goya? No way. He says, okay, let me get changed. She says, okay. Here's the, here's the bedroom. Get changed. I'm coming up in five minutes. He goes to the bedroom, opens the window, and says, Hashem, I cannot, cannot be in this test. I'm jumping out. If you want me to, I'll, to survive, I'll survive. Shalom opens the window, jumps out of the window, and lands on the floor. But now this lady is the wife of the man, and she's going to kill him. So he runs and eventually gets to Israel. He's 16 in Israel. He has no family, no place to sleep, no place to eat. So he gets to a shiva called Bet El. He goes to Bet El in Yerushalayim, and he asks, I haven't got food, I have not got a place to stay. Can you offer me something? He said, we only the Avrachim speak to the Rosh Hashanah. So, Rabbi, so, so uh, Shalom goes to the Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Gedaliah Chayun, he was the Mekubal of those days. And he asked him, listen, can I sleep over here? I'll do you a deal. I'll clean the floors, fix up the Sfarim. All you give me is bread and let me sleep in the shul. The Rav says, okay, I see you're a very pure person. Stay. So that was the Minhag. They would learn all day. They would do Tikkun Chatzot. And then they would go. The next day, he would come back. In the meantime, he would be fixing the tables and the chairs and the tissues and the cups, etc. On the books. Sfarim. But when everybody was learning, he pretended to be like half asleep. They thought he was a 16-year-old boy who knows a bit of Tehillim, but that's it. So we're talking Kabbalah and Kabbalah and Kabbalah and Kabbalah. One day, the, the, the Avrechim learning Kabbalah say, wow, we have a beautiful question. And they asked Rabbi Gedaliah Chayun. And he says, wow, I have never, ever heard such a good question. I don't know. He writes the question down and says, you know what? Tomorrow we'll work on this. After the Kun Chatzot, each go to the house. And they locked the shul. And Shalom is there. Now Shalom wasn't just a regular 16-year-old. He actually finished Kola when he was 14. And he was a Baki in Kabbalah at 16. You can imagine how great he was. So he goes to the place of the rabbi and he gets a piece of paper and he writes the answer of this Kabbalah, of this Kabbalah question. And he goes to sleep. The next morning comes the rab, opens up his sefer, he sees a piece of paper, the exact Answer. He says, this cannot be. 
Who wrote this? Abraham said, not me. Who wrote this? This is pure words. This is so deep. So mekubal. Who wrote this? Nobody wanted to say. Two weeks later, something else happened. Good question. No answer. Same story. They went, they left. They put the petak in the Gemara, in the Sefer of the Rav Gedali Chayun. Came back the next morning and he said, who is this? The Rav says, he tells everybody, there's somebody in our community who is a big mekubal, big, very kadosh. We don't know who it is. If anybody can help us find him, please. And he made up signs. He was telling people. One day, one day, Rav Gedalia Chayun was walking past the shul and he peeked inside and he saw that, uh, it was late at night, he saw that Shalom was learning and he was writing and he went and put something into the safer and he says, it's you, right? He comes in, it's you, right? Me what? Did you write those answers? He says, no, I'm Ishpashut. He says, you know Ishpashut. So he spent the whole night arguing with Rav Shalom. And eventually, the man, the Rav Gedalia said, I have to, I have to publicize Yokidula, Yokidusha. We have to honor you. He didn't want, he didn't want. Eventually, the Rav says, I am the, I am the Gadol over here. I'm the Mekubal. I say you have to. So he had to. So when Rav Gedalia Chayun was looking for a husband for his daughter, he chose Rav Shalom from Teiman. Rav Shalom from Teiman took over as a Rosh Yeshiva in this Yeshiva, Bet El, and he's known as the Rashash. The Rashash? When we talk about the Kabanot or the Rashash, that's what we refer to. The Rashash lived in the year 1717, about 2000, three, uh, sorry, 300 years ago. That Rashash became the Rashash. Why? Because when he had an Isayon of Shminata Naim, Shminata Brit, he didn't like, okay, what am I going to do? Open the window and jump out. Now, I'm not saying that when you go on a bus and there's a girl who can't afford clothing, then you jump outside the bus. What I'm trying to say is you do the best. You do your best to avoid watching. And when you do, not only are you doing, not only are you not doing an avera, not only are you not polluting your brains, but you're actually injecting yourself with so much kedusha. And the next day and the next month that you're learning, your learning will be much better because of that one act. So when you see something that's very attractive and is enticing you and you want to see, don't just not do it because it's a sin. Don't do it because it gives you Kedusha. When you have Kedusha, you get, you get Tahara and then all of a sudden you open up the Gemara and like, wow, I get this. Thank you. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.